ladies and gentlemen. Hey, it's nice to uh, have everybody here. Uh, Redwood Customs. Um, they, they First time caller. Thank you. Long time listener. I want to thank you for coming out and listening to our podcast for today. Um, we're not exactly sure what this format's going to be. We don't know what everybody wants to talk about or what everyone wants to hear. Uh, but what we are about is, is hardwood. And, and we love the fact that Rebel Customs has got some hardwood, and, and uh, we're going to deal with it that way. And uh, we're all here for the Titans. Um, John Fletcher is here, along with Coach uh, Brian Pruitt. John, I don't have any idea what, what else to talk about. I mean, yeah, I mean, we're live right now. <laughs> So, uh, I don't want to get very first one. Let's go. Right. Hey, Stapleton. Yes. Let's throw this question out there. How good is Will Putnam going to be in college? I'm going to defer that to uh, Coach Pruitt because I didn't coach Will. I didn't either. Man, that gives a, a monster. What's the question? How how amazing is Will Putnam down at Polk? I don't know if I would start off a conversation about Will Putnam as amazing. I, I would say that he's a young fellow. His dad's colonel in the United States Army. Um, has good discipline. Um, tough-nosed kid. Likes likes to get after it on the field. Uh, he's got a little work to do before he gets up to that next level. But uh, knowing what I know about Will, he's he's probably the kid that can do it and make that next step. Yeah, he was a, his work ethic is outstanding. Good player. I know watching his work ethic from the time he joined our program in eighth grade, he was he was amazing. Um, it was nice to have him while he was here. I know he's killing things. I think just recently he was voted as uh, the number one college recruit in the Tampa area. So it's going to be fun to watch his uh, commitments and where he goes. No. I've seen uh, re- recently he was in the top ten. Florida, I believe. Oh, well, he's yeah, number one in the Tampa area. Yeah. And that's a big area, Brian. That's a big area. That's PJ. Honey, you met her. We were at, at Bailey's party at her house. Oh! oh. Yes. Two and two together. Sorry. PJ, PJ, bud. PJ, bud. Redwood Customs. Redwood Customs. We, we definitely got wood. We have wood. We have wood. Now. We have friends here. Excuse us for our excitement. We've got a lot of great friends. Here's a good question for us. Coach Pruitt, can you tell us what it was like to be coached by one of the absolute legends, Tom Oswald? Yeah, absolutely. Tell us a little bit about that. I don't know what too many people know about that. Well, just like Redwood Customs, Coach Osborne definitely enjoyed and appreciated good wood. Good wood. Redwood? Well, it's it wasn't so much about redwood. I mean, especially at Nebraska, it's all about red, things being red. And I'd like to think that wood was one of those things that he enjoyed as red. I understand. But uh, Tom Osborne, what I ta- tell everyone is that uh, when he walked in a room, I mean, it would just get quiet. He, he was all about, you know, command and respect. He didn't, he didn't intentionally do it, just it followed or preceded him. Um, again, though, I mean, looking back, 25 years ago, he definitely was all about hard wood. So when 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 Coach Osborne would talk to you and you did something wrong, did you feel the way you make the kids feel today on the high school field? No, it was all about accountability, really, John. Accountability. About accountability. So. 
I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. If if you couldn't do it in practice, the coaches couldn't expect you to do it in the game. So, for an example, would be if you fought out on practice and delayed practice, the coach wouldn't put you on the on the, the field on the game day because you're just wasting everybody's time. You couldn't control yourself in practice. How are you going to control yourself in the game? So you just didn't play. And in fact, if Coach Osborne caught you in practice um, while we were running offensive script, he would just make you run upstairs. Okay. So with that being said. How much of your coaching philosophy could be mirrored or brought in from Coach Osborne and what you learned from him and his staff? Well, honestly, John, if I could just take a, a tenth of what he instilled on the guys, I would be doing pretty good. Well, let me let me give you that right back. Because I'm going to tell you right now, as, as an experienced father of your coaching style, I think you do a pretty good job. Because the things that my son comes home and talks about, the things that you provide him and the other linemen, you do a pretty good job. I appreciate that. So that's why I was wondering, you know, is it more from Coach Osborne? Was there a particular coach on the staff in Nebraska? Could have been a high school coach. I know there's one high school coach that you're pretty fond of. Uh, where do you think, you know, I mean, you, I go to practice. I see what you do. You're pretty tough. What's your style? Where do you? Where does it come from? Does it come from just hanging out with, with Coach Stapleton? Because he's pretty hard hard nosed. Uh, Coach Stapleton, honestly, John, is a little bit different. Has a little different style than Coach Pro. He's he's the forty five year old guy that acts like he's twenty one years old again. Now, see, that's not what I'm hearing from the kid. Well, I, I, wish... I hear. Actually, I should text Will and ask him what he actually calls Coach Stapleton because it's kind of funny. I think it has something to do with you, though. I, I wish I had a, a look about a tenth of Coach Stapleton's energy because I don't. I'm getting older, but uh, honestly, John, I, uh, I I style myself after my father a little bit. He was a tough cracker, born in Tennessee. Um, a lot of it was from uh, Coach Milton who was my offensive line coach. You know, had that uh, calm, persuasive style of coaching. Um, I think I've told you before. Whenever I walk into a room, walk into a meeting room. I knew what kind of mood he was in or how I did the day before by what he called me, just by my name. And that was, if it was Pruitt, I knew I did something bad. If it was Pruitt, I, he was in okay mood. I didn't do so bad. And if he called me Brian, then I was in a pretty good play. So, I mean, that sounds crazy. I mean, if you think about it, but what a guy calls you by name, you know how to judge what he's thinking. So, honestly, that's... I learned a lot from them. Okay. They, didn't, they didn't swear. I mean, look at, think of all the high school coaches you see that swear and yell at kids, and, and even the college and professional guys. The, the, the staff at Nebraska, they didn't swear. They didn't swear one bit. Coach Osborne really? didn't, didn't tolerate it. So I never had a coach swear at me, swear at us, or swear around us. That's interesting. Which is pretty incredible. Because it's kind of known. I mean, in football, you kind of hear that a lot. Well, not not around me. In fact, I just it. Yeah. and uh, I don't appreciate coaches that do it. Yeah, I don't I think there's it. no need for it. No, I get it. You know, I don't need to motivate kids through sure. language or anything like no, that. Sure. So, I, I motivated myself a lot from uh, the coaching style. Right. It was all about uh, not being afraid to fail. So, oh, for a kid to fail, so it was okay to make a mistake as long as they learn from it. Well, it's interesting that you, you bring that up, coach. In, in my classroom, we talk about failure every day. You know, and I, I, I started I literally I started the first day off of school year and I go, How many people remember the day they couldn't tie their shoes? And there's about three of them that can remember that. And unfortunately, none of us could tie our shoes one day. And we kept practicing and practicing and practicing and we failed and we failed and we failed. Most of us can tie our shoes now. But we only learn that from failure. 
over and over and over. No one gave up because there's not too many people running around with Velcro shoes anymore. Yeah, but could you imagine if you were trying to tie your shoes and you weren't able to do it, your mom and dad screamed and yelled at you or sweared at you? Correct. I mean, imagine what that does, yeah. I agree. You don't want to tie your shoes Correct. And, and, and that's amazing because that's what I was going to ask Coach Stapleton. Coach Stapleton, now working with, with the kids now for a few years here in Chatham, how important is it to build a relationship with the kids? I would say building a relationship is probably the biggest part of dealing with the kids because they don't understand <laughs> what not. you want from them the unless they the understand that you are trying to help them. Hey, well, they don't understand that the relationship <laughs> comes from coach to player, you are with them, you, know, you want to help them, you are there for them. That relationship's not going to work. Right. And I'll tell you, there are a lot of people that I, I, I kind of like, thinking back and I'm pushing through it. There's a bunch of styles that I, I draw from. I never really had my dad as a coach. I didn't have too many people that I really was very familiar with other than a, a guy named Scott Bott. Um, where Scott is to this day, I have no idea. I had him as a sophomore football coach, and that guy had more... Uh, he had more to do with the way that I actually played from the time I was a, a, a freshman and a sophomore through my entire football career. That guy was a motivator. And, and it wasn't rah-rah style. It wasn't loud. But what he did was is, is it was shocking. When he got loud, you knew it was time to go to work. And I kind of emulate him. But I'm loud out there on the field. And a lot of the kids will say that. But I'm trying to get through to them. And in order to get through to them, sometimes on the field you have to get loud because you got to be able to hear it. There's a lot of things going on out there when you're trying to communicate. And if you're not loud and you're, and you're not trying to get them to understand what you're trying to get them to do, they're not going to understand what you want them to do. Yeah, so, but you, you know, I'll go to bat for you. Don't swear or cuss. Absolutely not. Never. No, no, no. Say it again, Brock. Yeah, just saying, you know, Coach Hamilton and I, and I would say something if he did, but he doesn't. Because uh, I don't even worry about it, but Coach Stapleton may yell and scream, but he doesn't right. cuss with the kids. Okay. And that's important. Because it builds both kinds of respect. It's a, different, it's a different way of trying to communicate with them. And a lot of them will respect you more if you speak to them as a person, as a human being, other than degrading and screaming and hollering and cussing. There's just no reason for that. I like that. I like that. Um, and I don't think anybody on our staff is really like that. And I know in some places coaches see that and, and you hear that from time to time. You pop on YouTube, you might see that. But, uh, but Coach Prue, what what's your opinion on building relationships with kids on on the field and uh, really making those connections to make them a better player? Yeah, you're not getting out here. That's an interesting question, John. Um, again, this is a uh, probably a good segment for Web. Redwood Customs. We do have. Wood. We can take a break and talk about Redwood Customs if you like. We could, sir. but let, let's let's finish that question first. So, I've I've had the opportunity to coach a couple kids um, that went on to play in the NFL. One was Garrett Gilkey, the other one was Tony Poshos. Tony Poshos is from Lockport, and he played for the Oakland Raiders, uh, Baltimore Ravens, and uh, even after he retired, I want to say he played twelve years. Um, I've had the opportunity to talk to him actually a lot more over the last couple of years here. And he still calls me coach, and it's it's pretty amazing to me that uh, this guy that I got to coach, you know, when I was still a kid, basically my early 20s, um, you know, where I'm in my 40s, he's probably in his early 30s, and he's still calling me coach. You know, that's awesome. Uh, that's, uh, that's pretty cool for me. Here's this guy playing NFL, and he's calling me coach still, you know, this cool several years later. So it's pretty, pretty awesome. Right. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what, as a, as a teacher of young children, 
the only way to, to really get them to reach their peak is, is to, to make those connections so that you can know their strengths and their weaknesses and the kids are vulnerable. And when the kids are vulnerable because they trust you, they'll do what you need to do. So you've got to find a way to build those relationships. And I know as a coach, it's not always easy because you've got less time than I have in the classroom with a kid. Yeah, absolutely. And even in work. You know, right. uh, with what I do, I've had leaders. That, you know, Brian, why don't you tell them what you do? Well, I, I work for the state police, but and I won't get too much into the details sure, of what I do. But, but I've had I've had leaders, yeah. and I've tried to model myself after leaders. Right. I've had leaders that uh, he would he would tell me, "Hey, we need to go in that building. It's it's on fire, and there's people shooting at us." Right. And, and I wouldn't even question it because I believe in everything that he had to say to me. And there's other guys I've had as leaders that. And Coach Tableton can uh, attest to this. They say, hey, we got to run this building. You say, yeah, I don't think so. Right. You know, you just didn't believe in them as a leader and what they're about. And uh, I think the same applies for, for kids. You know, no, I agree. getting them to believe in what you're, what you're teaching and what you're putting out Correct. there. Correct. And that's, that's so important. It's so important for people. I mean, people in general. And obviously, our players, our kids, our, our students, they're, they're, just, they're, they're younger people that, that look up to hopefully most of us. I'm sorry. You'll have to excuse our fans. We have quite a big audience sitting in the background. Maybe, maybe we should, have the audience give a shout out. should the audience give a shout out? Well, yeah. Hey, Ladies, would you like to say hello? Hi. Hello. That wasn't very exciting. No, 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 no. Mama Bud, you want some love over here? Yeah, I'll say hi. Hold on. Redwood Customs, we got wood. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, hey, fans. Hello. Gator advertising, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, right? Ad Gators, Ad Gators. Ad Gators, Ad Gators. absolutely. Ad Gators, right there. We use them as a, as a sponsor <laughs> as well. Ad Gators. Hey, another North Side. We like the North Side. Absolutely. <clears throat> All right, so, so, so here's my next question. Um, we've got an organization here locally that's uh, tried to build some, some love. And uh, we got a thing coming up this week called Paint the Town Red. If you found a neighbor who didn't know anything about Paint the Town Red, what would you say to him, Coach Stapleton? Well, I can honestly say that my neighbor next door, probably to the south of me, she's you know she's she's getting up there in age and she has never really had children since I've been here in, in Chatham since '05 and. Uh, I, I can tell you that uh, she's probably someone who I would just I, I, I would make contact with and say, listen, this is what we're trying to do. We're trying to make this community something that where everyone is accountable for what's going on. We want where they want everybody to be excited about what we're doing here. And I would just explain to her, hey, this is what we're doing. Could you please be a part of it? Would you like to be a part of it? Right. I know there's really nothing else that, that, that I've seen you doing over there other than going to Cardinal games. She's a huge Cardinal fan. Nice. I love this lady already. Yes, but how about, how about bring your paintbrush out? And bring your paintbrush out and be a part of the community. Right. Do something with us and be a part of what we're trying to accomplish. And what we're trying to accomplish is to get everybody dialed in and be part of what we call Titan Nation. Well, we want everybody to be part, part of it. Um, we try and do everything one way, and that's um, awesome. just the biggest part of uh, it. is what it is with, with, with Coach A and with what we're trying to accomplish. Right. We want everybody to be a part of it, and it's going to be extremely exciting this year. I know that for a fact. I'm excited. Coach Bruce, same question back to you. What would you say to a, a new neighbor or a new person in the community that might not know what we're going to be doing Wednesday night? Well, I'll be honest. Right now, I'm looking at all the stars over Coach Stapleton's head because he is quite... <laughs> 
the uh, announcer to be. I'm uh, I'm very impressed with Coach Stable. He is. He's got a voice. He does have a voice. We might he, not have him he, for very he, many episodes. He, he has the gift to gab, unlike Coach Pruitt. <laughs> Coach, Coach Pruitt's down and dirty and tells him tells him what like it is. As, as far as a neighbor, John, what I would like to do is, uh, you know, of course we're we're heavily invested in the football, but it's not about football. It's about the other sports. It's about golf. My daughter played golf. She's also a basketball player. Uh, my little guy is both football and basketball. But right. it's, it's, it's more than the sports. It's about yep. bringing the community together yep. for a common cause, whether it's sports, whether it's, you know, the, the celebrate Chatham, the, the great town that we live in. We all move here for a reason. Um, heck, I was jealous. I didn't attend the Paint the Town Red event last year, but I definitely tried to get involved with the events after the fact. <laughs> Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Um, so I'm so excited to get out and, and, and be with all the, the community on August 8th. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. So, awesome. It, like I said, it's more than sports. It's about the community. And, That's good. And I'm excited about it. And you know what? You guys hit the nail on the head because when, when this idea was hatched, um, we more or less just wanted to celebrate the kids. Um, in my opinion, we've got the best district in the in the area, in, in, I, I tell my students we got the best fourth grade class in the state, in the Midwest, and if we want to really get achieving some stuff. We're the best in the country, but we have to work for that. We got to earn that. But you know what? Every kid is meaningful in our district, and we want to celebrate that. And uh, anything red, anything red, you can put in your yard. And that'd be a sign. It could be wood. It could be wood. And Redwood Customs has some very hard wood. <laughs> I'll tell you what, it's very talented. I like oak. I do like oak. Oak is, is pretty. I don't have any oak wood. We'll have a little to get ash. Some. I get some ash once in a while. Some ash. Yeah. Uh, Especially if it's, it's here in Illinois. Um, I don't know if you know, but uh, Pike County has an abundance of ash. Pike County has a lot of ash wood. Yes. They make a lot of bats out of that. They do. And maple. But uh, <laughs> Coach Stapleton like that one. <laughs> Uh, so, so hopefully, uh, we are having a little fun. The three people, <laughs> the three people outside of our wives that may ever hear this, we hope to see you Wednesday night out at uh, out at Chatham Community Square and uh, come out and paint the signs. Jane Hay and her team at uh, Jane Hay and uh, staging will be there, and they are going to have an absolutely. Magnificent program for us. They're going to have 500 wood signs ready to go. They're already painted red. Turner team already got them uh, painted up, ready to go. And you can come in, grab a sign, paint whatever you want on it. It could say Titans. It could say I love basketball. It could say I love my fourth grade teacher. It could even say clean our water. It could see. No, we have great water. Chad. <laughs> I keep hearing. Lower, lower our taxes. I mean, who cares? Uh, <laughs> there will be paint there. There will, but the paint was uh, donated uh, by Sherman Williams. That's pretty awesome. Yes, Nick Vespa, Sherman Williams, really hooked us up, and uh, we had a great program. Emmy's in the house. Emmy will not come over and say hello. Uh, she's a big fan of Redwood Customs. But, uh, no, we're really excited. We got another event tomorrow afternoon out at Community Park. CCFL is uh, hosting a community-wide picnic. 
for all of the community. Not football people. Not basketball people. Not soccer people. But for everybody. So here's my question. In 2007? No. On 2002, June 1st. Really? My question will be, who is going to be out at the picnic? If you were to guess, how many kids will be out at the picnic tomorrow? We got Coach Stapleton. How many people are coming tomorrow? <clears throat> I think we'll get everybody from from uh, from CCFL all the way through the high school program. I think this was a good idea to kind of bring everybody together, um, bring all of the uh, the football players. Because at this point right now, you got to understand, it really is football. It's going to be the focus of what's going on right now. Football is the biggest sport. It's the biggest uh, money maker in the fall. Um, so when you get the CCFL all the way from the little boys all the way up through the middle school, through the high school, you've got a lot more people, a lot more um, families that are involved. Um, I think we're going to get quite a few people out there. I think it's going to be a good crowd. I think everybody's going to have fun. And uh, hopefully Coach Hale will get a chance to speak to some people and uh, be able to um, explain to them what he expects from them and what he expects from the CCFL through the middle school. And what he expects from the kids that are going to be playing at the high school. I mean, we, we expect this summer was, was, was a lot of fun. We had a lot of good times at the camp. But we expect a lot of kids to come out that haven't been involved in the camp. And hopefully we'll get some numbers up. And hopefully he'll get a chance to explain what he expects from those kids. And uh, we'll go from there. But I think it's going to be a good crowd. Okay. I do too. Uh, Coach Peru. Yes. You got a brand new kid in the district. He found our really cool podcast that we just started. He doesn't know what he's going to do tomorrow afternoon. Why should that kiddo meet us at the park tomorrow at 1 o'clock? Well, really, the question should be, why Why shouldn't he? Better question. I like why, why, why shouldn't he? I mean, Maybe you should ask the question. Well, I, I, I just did. Honestly, John, I just did. <laughs> you know what? You sound like my buddy who is... Uh, to the originator of Redwood Customs. <laughs> so what I would say to do you know that guy? No, I, I do know that guy. And, uh, he's a good guy. He's, he's a pretty big deal. He's a taper. He's a big deal. He's a he likes to scotch tape. Uh, what I would say to that kid is, get your butt out there. Come on out. Quit, quit hanging out and playing Fortnite. Yeah, Fortnite. I mean, old. A Fortnite to us when we were kids was going out and actually getting some wood. Playing. And... Uh, Wherever you can get it acquired from and putting something together. Whether it was up in a tree, on the ground, it didn't matter. I mean, I made forts all the time out of wood. At Redwood Customs, do we still do well, that? Well, I mean, that was something that started a long time ago. Probably, probably about 35 years ago. You know, I started messing around with wood. And it's just Redwood kind of Customs is a nice place to be. I appreciate that. So It's a good place to be. All right. I think there's a lot, a lot of things that... Uh, our store for these guys tomorrow. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to start winding up our first show. we got to come up with a name. If you know a name, send us a text. Send us an email. Uh, how can we reach you guys? If somebody wants to find you, where, they should, where should they look? I know we can find Redwood Customs. Well, Redwood Customs, or you can get www. Wait, say that on here. www.baddude.com. Baddude.com? Redwood something? That's Coach Stapleton. No, Coach Stapleton, I know you're a private person, but is there anywhere on social media that, that our fans can find you? Absolutely, you can find me on Facebook. It's, it's just me. It's Brian Stapleton on Facebook. Or you can go to my, uh, I've got two email addresses, 
Please don't go to my Gmail because Gmail is extremely hard for me. To he get doesn't to. look at his email. I very rarely look at Ask Coach A or Coach Brew because it's very difficult. I got to send him a text find. message to look at his email. Yes. So go to my other email address, is bjam25 at comcast.com. Nice. Right, so, 25. All right, so that's where we can find you, Coach Brew. Really, if someone wants to get a hold of you, uh, how can they find you? Well, for real. I mean, honestly, I live over at Fox Creek. They can come on over. I've got the big bad Titan sign hanging up on, over my garage. It lights. also has lights that we light up in the Christmas time. I think this year we're going to light it up every Friday night. So when uh, we come sweet. home from a victory, we've got the, the light it up Titan sign. And then also my uh, email address is 65pruitt at gmail.com. Awesome. Folks, we got to come up with a name for this show. If you're very creative and you kind of know us, Send us a message. Let us know what you think. We should probably name this little podcast. I'm going to guess from time to time we'll probably have Roy Gilmore on here with us. Uh, he's smarter than probably all three of us. He's out of town taking his uh, boy over to college. Who's going to be starting ball. That's awesome. Monday. And we'll be talking about Cole and his adventures through the time. Uh, you can find me at uh, Facebook. John Fletcher at Facebook. Uh, you can find me on Instagram. Send me an email at fletch21 at comcast.com. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for your time, and we will talk to you tomorrow at the CCFL picnic.